everybody. Welcome to the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show. I am Jeff Rubin, and today at Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Studios, my friend Thomas Middleditch. Welcome to the show, Thomas. Welcome. I don't get to say this very often, but today's guest, uh, the star of a hit new TV show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one, one of uh, an ensemble, yes. Silicon Valley on HBO. Which is great. I mean, it's crazy. So I've known you for years, and I think a lot of people listening to this podcast have known you for years via your work uh, from College Humor. And We've around, all known each other for years. For years. We're all dear friends. Um, and Jake and Amir. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just general New York comedy stuff. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, I'm so excited <laughs> to see you. So not only are you on a TV show now, like, that'd be exciting if you were, like, on a popular TV show. That'd be cool. It's pretty cool. That That is cool. But you also happen to be on, like, this totally great tv show <laughs> with like all these other great new york comedians and yeah. that's uh created by uh mike judge which it, it's so it's so i don't know if you're i'm sure you're excited i'm yeah. excited about it on paper it's well and on paper and in reality it's literally top three dream things yeah on the, on the list so there's a lot of, like i saw that billboard and yeah. I, I saw that billboard and i'm looking down the billboard and the billboards uh you zach woods uh tj miller uh, Kumail Nanjiani, and Martin Mark. Starr, yeah. and then it says created by, by Mike Judge. And I saw that billboard, and I was like, yes, 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 yes. I'm going to watch this show. <laughs> all six yeses. But did you know uh, all those people before you were on the show? Um, the only person I met uh, there like, through the show was Martin Starr. But I'd known TJ for like 10 years since my Chicago days. Same pretty much with Zach. I mean, with uh, Kumail, about nine years. Mm -hmm. And Zach, I met in, in New York, I don't know, five years ago. So it is surreal not only to be doing the show, but like with pals. So here's literally the only thing that I like knew I wanted to talk about when you got here is <laughs> I remember you and Kumail hosting a video yeah, game yeah. show like seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Something like, like a long time ago. Yeah, we used to do like a live kind of like the daily show for video games. It was, it was, what UCB. was it called? It was called Game Bros. And it was you, <laughs> and it was you and Kumail. Yeah. And, and then he went ahead and got married and now does his own yeah, YouTube thing with his wife. Yeah. He married a co-host instead. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so what, what was that show? That was like, we would do kind of bits on headlines and then we'd do some like bits, maybe including, uh, game footage. And then we'd have a special guest and they would play, Marvel Madness. That's all I remember about the show yeah. is that it would end with um, why Marvel Madness? Because it was quick. You die. You can die pretty quickly. And even if you're awesome and can pass the game, is it's pretty short. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. That was a game that I had on the Amiga, and I remember just like I remember loving it. But it's I always thought it was like so strange, and I like the graphics of it all. And it's it, it actually was one of the better choices we could have had because like you, you know you're just for a crowd for a spectator you're watching the marble go like oh, oh, oh yeah oh, not a lot of explanation need you don't need to be like okay now yeah. that's like a wizard he's a bad guy so yeah. we need to go and so then the, you're just like watch out for the worms watch out for the worms and then everybody gets it the watch other thing I remember is and I don't know why I remember this but do you remember who had the the because you have like a scoreboard like yeah a we had a leaderboard board. we wanted to be like Top Gear but right for video games and I thought that's cool and yeah. do you remember who was at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, Sedakis, I it thought. Was yeah, it was Jason Sedakis. By a very large margin, as I recall. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was, like, really good at Marvel Madness. Yeah, well, he, he, well, I mean, I don't know if it, anymore, but at the time he was video gaming. But we got other people who claimed to be good at games, but not Marvel Madness, I think. Marvel Madness, it is true that the short game, like, I've seen people be like, oh, I'm really good at Marvel. You can beat Marvel Madness in less than five minutes. Yeah. Like, I top think to there's, bottom. There's only a handful of levels, and you can, like, 
depending on what uh, platform you're you're not doing it, either if it was like a port or the arcade, you can like glitch, kind of like like skip the level, like just bounce around. Well, that's the weird thing about that game. I like programming that game because it, it's simulating like a 3D environment and there's like yeah. curves but it's not actually 3D it's not like 3D they're doing it all in math somehow like it, yeah. it, it must have been very complicated to program that game yeah you're right it isn't 3D there is no real physics going on no but there's... like it feels like, like it feels pretty good yeah I think Marble Menace is great. A great thing to do is uh, go to YouTube.com. It's a website. <laughs> it's and, a website. And you, it's uh, my website. Marble Madness <laughs> uh, High Score or Speedrun or whatever. Speed run, yeah. Because the arcade Marble Madness has a ball that you spin yeah, to you move have, the ball you around. Yeah, you have a So, like, the speedruns of it, like, guys who are super serious, like, <laughs> using their whole body, like, they're rowing Oh, a like, boat. the camera's, like, also getting yeah, yeah, the guy see, who's you playing. Yeah, you see their hands, like, in a little picture-in-picture, picture, and it's, like, a really physical game. They're like, Man, dude. That whole world of coin-op competitiveness, the, you know, King of Kong, mm-hmm. Fistful of Quarters stuff, is, like, is pretty... I, I, I can't do it, I don't, because I don't like the repetitive, like, dinky-dinky yeah. nature of the old arcade games. Like, I, I'll go there and play for 20 minutes as, for out of nostalgia's sake, but I met this guy, now this is, like, new version of that, but I met this guy recently who competes on the national level and even international level mm-hmm. in Street Fighter, the latest mm-hmm. Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And I was like picking his brain, and yeah, he. What'd you learn? He, I learned that I want to go watch it. Yeah, because they sold out. Oh, I'm, I, I think it wasn't Madison Square Garden, but it was like it's arenas like that. They sell out. The state, the League of Legends finals, which were oh, in maybe October. It was that. Maybe that was like it was League of Legends. League of Legends finals in October um, sold out the Staples Center yeah, here in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah that's, that's what he did. Is League of Legends. He, he, no, he plays Street Fighter too. But we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure Street Fighter gets good crowds too. But like. <laughs> That is crazy. So here's the other thing I want people to know about Thomas Middleditch, and then we can go back to talking about pro gaming, is that you are a pretty legitimate nerd. You are in many ways like one of the most hardcore nerds I know. It's Um, real talk right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you are um, (laughs) like you play video games in a different way than I do, I think. Yeah. You, well, although I will say I've cut down a lot on my video games. Things See, that's are a little, different than me. <laughs> you've increased. Things are a little different at the past couple years, but still I like I like games that are complex that have like multiple different avenues of ways to go about it. I like simulators. You like flight simulators, which I love is something I could not be less interested in. I, say, I I will say that there's, there's a game that I can't stop playing. It's very simple. It's an indie game for PC called Chivalry. Mm-hmm. Chivalry. I don't know about it. Tell me about it. It's Chivalry, Medieval Warfare. And it's kind of like first person, and you choose classes like, uh, you know, an archer or like a man-at-arms mm-hmm. who's quick and nimble or a knight or a vanguard. First person or like I, I know all the names. map or what were we talking about here? It's first person, yeah. And you just, it's pretty like gory but silly. Like you're cutting people's heads off, but then that you go like, ah, 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 and laugh in this crazy kind of way. And uh, it is so fun. And I'm kind of good at it it's like one of those things where if i go to one of those public servers i'll usually rank in the middle and depending on who i'm playing against maybe up near the top mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> is it multiplayer only or is it, it single is player? it is multiplayer only and i haven't been like i haven't picked a game and just tried to get good at it since my teen my teen man years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you, since what did I was you play a teensman then? how old are you because i never had an amiga so are you a little older than me i'm 32 oh, i'm 32 too you get yeah, not no, not many people had the Amiga. Yeah. and the people that I feel people, like it's a little bit younger than me. Like I felt like it's a little bit of a generation up. Like I started with Nintendo. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I start. I I think I I think the first computer I had was an Apple II, and I didn't really. I was like young then, and I didn't like. I there were some games that I played and I liked, but Amiga was the thing. And at that point, I also had a Sega Genesis. I think at one point Sega Genesis came along as well. So I don't know. Was there a thing or uh, that happened or a specific day where you were like, I need to cut back on video games? Because you said <laughs> that like um, you know like it was. Uh, you know, an addiction. Like, like oh, it you, can like, totally be. Of I course, will, you any people who are listening probably know that it can be. Yeah. So, did you, you know, like one of the more traditional addictions? Did you recognize? Wait, I have a problem. Are you just well, like I should probably stop playing with some less? You know less what video it was? Games. It's not about. It's not. It is time wasting. Like, I, there, there's there's something to be said for like relaxing for a couple hours and playing a video game, like the length of a movie, and playing a video game and then the only reason you're stopping is because you notice it's light light out mm-hmm. the sun has risen i've there's never a, done that I've never... A, oh see then maybe you don't <laughs> have the problem I have. there's like a difference between healthy re- relaxation a little dose of escapism and like binge gaming and to me when i would binge game i would come out of that and i would have like mood swings and it's like it affects you it affects your mind and it affects like what you concentrate on I, i'm not concentrating on acting or anything i'm like thinking about like ah oh, yeah the game gotta get back in there total war um were, but, there, uh, were there specific games that you got hooked on or were there is it just like there's uh, always something there could be always something i do like to complete games now like you know if it were Mass Effect, I would I would be after completing it. Now, does completing it mean getting to the end? Or are you talking all achievements? You talking all seat? What, what, what no, is completing? No, not it all. Mean? Not def- at the very least, getting to the end. Mm-hmm. But I do. I don't like the idea of missing out on like game content. So yeah. I kind of like try and do all that stuff. Although, for example, Mass Effect One was when you had to like scan all the planets to get all the resources. Mm, that might be if- two or three because I didn't play the first oh, really? one, and I, I do know. Oh, maybe that. it was two. Though. Anyway. But one of those things, you, you scan all the planets, you get all the resources, and you upgrade your ship, and if you don't get your ship upgraded, then you can't get to the thing, and all the pe- people die at the end of the cutscene, and it's just like, that is, it's such a chore. Yeah. What a piece of work that last pit was. But you don't, don't have know. to do that with those games, but like, you took it upon yourself. You kind of gotta do that, man. Well, well, it's interesting. That's the thing, brother. <laughs> that is what I struggle <laughs> with with games, because like, I love the Batman, like the Arkham series, the Batman oh, games. I couldn't be less interested in them. Real? Oh yeah. my god, we're total video game. And yeah, we're I, polar opposite. But this is what I love about <laughs> video games today, is like, it used to be that if we were both into video games, we had in like, the same exact games. You know, like when Nintendo and Genesis were out, like there were only so many games. Now we can both be huge nerds and hugely into video games and not be at yeah. all interested, even interested <laughs> yeah. in the same yeah. thing. Like it just shows how diverse and uh, yeah. multifaceted gaming has become. Yeah, but totally. Look, look, but I, but I like. I, I, I don't want to say. I don't want to say that I only like a certain type of genre. The mm-hmm. games that'll that'll suck me in and ruin my life. That, but don't anymore now. <laughs> now that I complete my twelve steps, were <laughs> games like Total War, Civilization, Which is an RTS. Yeah. Oh my god! PC. I just played Civ Five. So I insta- goodbye, goodbye oh, to everything. Oh my god! It's so embarrassing. Goodbye so, to everything. One of those things where there's a turn, and you're like, I'll quit after this turn, and then so- something new happens, and you're like. Fuck, now I gotta take care of this. I guy. played Civ 2 and 3 a little bit back in the day, and then I got Civ 5 on like a Humble Bundle or maybe a yeah. Steam Summer Sale. Like, I got it was like five bucks. I was like, yeah, I yeah. love it. I'll buy it. I never played it. And then I took, I went across the country and I played it on my laptop, like until my laptop died. And then <laughs> until when I, it died. <laughs> yeah. And then I landed and then, like, I was like doing it while I was traveling. You know, like, yeah. I just like had to finish that game. Yeah. It is so compelling. Like, what it, is it about that game? I, it, it's the turn thing. I think it's the turn thing. It's just also a well made game. I mean, there's five in the franchise now. It's so, like, deep, but 
easy to accessible. Like there's all these yeah. deep things where you can assign people to different buildings, but you don't yeah. have to do that. And you can also the other thing about that game is that it's based in reality. Jeff, you're gonna love the total roll total, oh total war games. It's Civ, but when there's battles, you go into the battles. Oops, I hit the mic. You go into the battles. I'm so excited. I'm like <laughs> I'm punching myself. You go into the battles and you actually do it like, you know, cavalry beats That's archers cool. and all that kind of stuff. And uh, see, but the thing you about, like it. The thing about Civ five is that it's because it's based on like history and reality. Like, yeah. even though I don't know what any of like the technologies do, I'm like, what do they need more, an alphabet or money? Like, what is, <laughs> yeah. what do I think they should develop first? And I like make those decisions without considering the gameplay implication. Yeah. Like, just what should, what should my society have? <laughs> yeah, it's fun to play God on that that game. Definitely, I'd yeah. do it because you're you're a ruler over millennia, as opposed to any real life ruler that would die in twenty years or right, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, and then. Which is funny because you always have like one scout that you like start the game with. And you, like, <laughs> yeah, send him around. He and stays like, there forever. Three thousand years later, he like <laughs> returns home. You know, there's like tanks and rocket ships, and there's still like this Incan with a spear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there a game that was the the darkest days for you? The deepest uh, you got in your addiction? The deepest, darkest. Let's see. Oh man, it's probably gotta be. It probably gotta be the Total War games. Or Civ, yeah. It's probably gonna be it's probably gotta be one of the Total War games because you set out to conquer the whole world and if you like have made that promise, then you'll do it. And I'll even like abandon my quest with a certain faction. You know, mm -hmm. I'll be the English and I'll go out. Any of the Total Wars, whatever, medieval empire. You'll go out and it'll get to a certain point and it like I start to see my empire crumbling and I'm like, eh, I don't wanna like watch this slow burn happen. I'll just quit, start a new game, and like I'll literally just like go through series of starting new games, get to the middle, quit, start again. Madness. Do you absolute madness? Do you play in like hard? Because I gotta admit, I'm uh, you know admitting this on my pockets is difficult to admit. To it. I'm playing Civ on like normal, maybe even with the, the thing below normal. I'm like, oh. don't bother me. I want to be. I, I want a culture victory. Yeah, I want I want to win, but I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be easy. I don't like a game mode that alters the mechanics in right, any way. Right, right. If I want to be beaten, if I if I don't mind being beaten as long as by the AI. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying. I don't want to win because everybody got handicapped, and I don't want to lose because I was handicapped. Right, right. That would piss me off. The game I always <laughs> remember, the time I felt like a game was the most fair was, I remember the original Half-Life, like, dying a lot, um, being killed oh, yeah. by the soldiers, but I remember it not being frustrated because every time you die, it didn't feel like, most games just like, Arr! but this was like, oh, I was outsmarted. And, but like, that's I need to try still another... because, but that was also in an era where dying was okay. Yeah, yeah. Dying is not okay anymore. I mean... I Games like let it uh, let you off so easy. We're in, a, we're in a world where first person shooters, you just duck and you get your yeah. health back. Yeah, game. Well, the thing with games is that like they're so expensive to develop that like you know Call of Duty costs two hundred million. I don't know. It costs as much as let's say yeah. a Spider Man movie or whatever. Yeah. That like they want to make damn sure that you see everything they put in the game. Yeah. And, like there are some Nintendo games that I owned and I never got past no, the first yeah, level yeah. for. Like never. And like. Uh, the, you know, Nintendo hard is a thing, and I think that like some indie games honor that. There's stuff like Meat Boy, but like it's yeah. like a feature of the game. Like difficulty yeah. is like you sell the game that way yeah. now, as opposed to just like all games being hard. But I like what's a good example of it being hard where it's still not frustrating. Oh, Braid. Oh yeah, Braid's you good. don't you you don't die. Well, I mean you do, but you don't really. You just rewind time. Right. But then most of the time you're banging your head against the wall. But it's because of the puzzles because the game developer has outsmarted you as opposed to 
bullshit tricks or tweaking up right. the difficulty or anything like that. There's a granted that's a puzzle game, so I guess we're kind of talking yeah. about different stuff. But there's a great thing in Braid where there's like a hint in the menu. There's like a hint or like help. I think it's like get a hint, and you go oh, to yeah. it, and it's like all the puzzles are fair. Everything you need is right in front of you. Don't look up hints. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know it really works on you. It really, it really worked for me anyway. I like that. I know there's a there's an iPad game. What's it called? The Room. Do you know what? Where you're you're just in a room. You're kind of like unscrewing the box. There's this box in front of you, and you're like. It's switch kind of like latches a, and stuff and it opens it up it's almost like a subgenre of games is like escape is, the room by clicking on things yeah, and yeah, yeah. Off things yeah but this thing has like a little hint button that kind of lights up if you if it's detected that you've been stuck for a while mm-hmm. and it's really hard to not to press yeah, it yeah yeah and it's ruined puzzles for me i wish they'd take that fucking thing away so i, I wouldn't be tempted so i would i would get frustrated put it down then come back cuz solving the puzzle that that hint button that hit button just robbed me of it cuz i don't have that kind of Willpower, man. It's hard, it's hard. The Professor Layton series has a really good solution where you get, like, you earn hint coins, so you can mm. get the answers, but you can only you only have a finite number of coins to spend. Down with the coins, down with all the hints. You don't want any hints at all. I mean, I don't know. I guess I would probably, in the end, just go up on Google and, like, look it up if I was getting really mad. For me, my darkest video gaming days was in college and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Was, really? Oh, my God. Well, the thing about Tony Hawk is, like, you can always do a little bit better than you did last time. Like if you because your <laughs> your score goes up exponentially. You know, like yeah, if, okay. If you the longer your combo, the way this. Oh my god! I don't know. I've played Tony Hawk. So the way the scoring works for those that haven't is it's like the number, like the raw points you got for all the shit you did times the number of tricks in the combo. Yeah. So if you just like. If you get that multiplier up, if you're just manualing an oh. extra second, it's like yeah. So to get from like five hundred thousand to a million is hard, but to get from like a million to two million is not as bad. You know, you the, multiply yeah. that shit. And it was at a point where like I was like missing. This is the only time in my <laughs> life where like I was not doing things I should be yeah. doing. Like I was like s- missing classes and like yeah. not like I wasn't failing out of school. Like I recognized this and I never yeah. stopped playing Tony Hawk, but I guess I kind of squelched this addiction a little bit. But like, yeah. was that a thing for you? Like, did you ever find it? Interfering oh, yeah. with your with your heck yeah, is it yeah relationships it, work all that stuff. That's why it's important to keep that thing in check because it's what it is is this escapism. So you're if you're like really into that and not into this, that's there's a problem. There. You gotta you gotta be more passionate about this than than getting into that. I also imagine it's difficult. Did you go to college? I'm a, I'm a college dropout. Awesome, I, I love years. college dropouts. <laughs> I, I seriously do. I really I escaped. I, I think it's the greatest. Um, so. You know, like, I don't know what your day-to-day life is like, I guess. Like, I've had a 9-to-5 job, more or less, for almost 10 years now. Yeah. And I feel like that structure has oh, made that it easier. Oh, that would help it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. As well, that an was... actor, and now I imagine you're busier. You've, you've always worked, but you, you're, um, I imagine you're busier now than you were a year ago, two years ago, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the whole but thing. But does like... that make it harder, like, having that lack of structure in your day? Yeah, 100%. But when, when you're kind of, like, unless you're, you know, doing something like... When you when when you're busy, it's not a problem. But the the weird life of an actor is sometimes you're really busy, and then sometimes you got nothing for us for a bit, and mm-hmm. then that's when you're like, okay, uh, what am I going to do with my time here? So what do you do? Like you, what, what you know, before well, pre Silicon Valley, like what what do you, what what do you do? You well, wake up. Well, <laughs> well, oh pre Silicon Valley. Well, when I was trying to when I was when I was taking down the hours of the video games, I would do other. Wait, stuff. wait, wait! You were taking down like you were like logging your hours. No, oh, logging. I, I was just sort of bringing raining it in, got it, got it, got it. raining it in. I decided to take on pursuits that just because I need hobbies, I need things to do, and 
and you know for a while when you're like when you're young you're obsessed you're like i gotta be writing i gotta be doing this stuff i gotta do this stuff and you have a lot of energy to do that and sometimes like that passion fades a little bit or maybe you just don't want to so what are my other escape hobbies going to be to get away from this madness i started taking up woodworking i'm making little pieces of furniture now uh i was doing sports i played in a co-ed soccer league uh and I started playing GURPS, which is like a pen and paper role-playing mm-hmm. game. When I, I used to play like the Star Wars RPG when I was a Like kid. the pen and paper tabletop? Yeah, pen and paper. Y- you pantomime rolling a dice so I, I got it, I but did. I'm just explaining yes. it. Right, 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 right. Or you have you know your character on a piece of paper. It's got stats. There's a game master. He tells you what you're seeing. You tell him what you want to do. You roll dice to do it. Um, and GURPS is like so much more complicated than any of this stuff. It's more complicated than AD&D. Are you playing with other comedians? Uh, no. People who love comedy and are funny, but not technically comedians, no. They're, they're, yeah, I know. Gross. <laughs> no, that's it's cool. I mean, it's great that you're like, I'm playing too many video games. I gotta get into tabletop games. Well, it's just... It's just different because then that session will end, and then you, everybody's got to go home, and you gotta just you just gotta figure out other stuff to do. You know, not to brag, but you were kind of admiring my board game collection as yeah. you uh, arrived at Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Studios. Is well, those, is this a thing for you? This is also yes. This you is, recognize? I mean, Catan, I think is Catan's huge. is out there now, but Dominion you recognize, which is a little more obscure, I think. I yeah, I like but Dominion. Still one of the bigger of the you know euro board games or whatever yeah yeah i i don't have like i don't have knowledge of a vast library of 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 games uh, you got carcassonne yeah you got carcassonne Catan, dominion i've played the game of thrones like battle for westeros a couple hard. times I, like I it's like it. an eight hour game yeah i looked it up and it was like it seems a little more hardcore than the people i usually play board games were prepared for it's and pretty intense me. i mean i have Battlestar galactic at the board game we actually played it on this podcast oh, really and <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was thrilling well i edited it uh, <laughs> in uh it was, uh, it's a long, it's like two to three hours, but it's really good. And I think like the Game of Thrones games, it really does a great job of like um, thematically invoking the game. Like, I don't know if you're familiar oh, yeah. with Battlestar, but like when you, someone at the table is a Cylon, you don't know who, so there's a lot of like yeah. accusations and a lot, oh, of, like, yeah. a lot of trust. And there's a, like the situation, you're trying to save the ship and the situation, there's just like shit is just piling up. Like, there's always something about to explode. You're, yeah. So it, it very much recreates the show. Does the Game of Thrones board games do that? Yeah. How I so? Think like, what, what themes of the show are in the Well, the I mean, obviously everyone's picking a house, but, like, there's also the wildlings are, like, building up each kind of each round i don't know i can't can't remember how but like their their sort of their power grows Uh. and what you have to do is is you have to like throw down these little chits these little like power tokens to 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 keep them at bay and whoever throws down more you lose more chits but then like it counts for something else whoever holds the valyrian steel blade has a thing there's (laughs) someone who has the who has the three-eyed crow has a thing and also you're also putting in votes to become king like you're all power that's not changing. how Game of Thrones work. There's no I democracy. Know. But, no, but is, there is, but there is, is there political like, injury. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is like, like do they capture... Because that seems like it It lends itself to board gaming, like that... Uh, it's it's that, great. Like, I, uh, power-broking kind yeah. of... Yeah. The only thing is, is, you know, it's like... It's with a long game, after six hours, if you're not the winner, it's kind of like uh, a little Is it difficult to explain? Because the Battlestar game not only is long, but in the times I've played it, I've, like, sent out, like, an email with, like, the instructions and a YouTube yeah. video. And I, like, require you both read the instructions and watch the YouTube video before you come over. Yes. It's extremely chill. I have a lot of fun to hang out with on the <laughs> yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, is the, Is the Game of Thrones game like that? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a fair amount of, there's a fair amount of rulery to be known. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's because there's a lot of little different mechanics at play, and also there's armies and stuff. Like it's got like a risk element to it as well. Did you ever play Magic? Not as a kid, but in the past <laughs> in the past year, yeah. That's like that's like someone picking up cigarettes when they're like thirty. Like they yeah. never smoked as a teenager, but well, now they're picking them up. That's that thing. It's like I I I'm always gonna be like nerdy and stuff, and I love video games, but it's like I, I want to try something else. Uh, although I did get into Magic through the Magic iPad app because mm-hmm. it kind of like walks you through the rules because I was kind of like it was I was so stupid like as a kid I was like magic's so nerdy me and my Star Wars role playing game <laughs> guys were way cool but you're lame so as an adult I was like I picked it up and I I get it now it's it's just, it's a card game yeah it's fun it's just playing cards well, but these cards instead of a heart uh, ace of hearts it's a fucking ogre so my <laughs> new obsession is related it my new video game obsession is Hearthstone. Are you familiar? Nah, 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 nah. You're, nah, nah, dude. <laughs> you, you, now I don't play that shit. <laughs> is that like you don't want to know about it, or is it like you know about it and you're not into it? This sounds like a kitschy, kitschy, kitschy game. So it's a collectible. It's a virtual collectible card game. Oh boy. Based on the world of Warcraft, which I don't give a shit about. I do not care don't about. Care. I've never been a Warcraft don't dude. Care. So that's something we have in common. I yeah. do not care about. Don't Warcraft. like MMOs either. Yeah, they've never really appealed to me. But, uh, <laughs> but Hearthstone. But. So Hearthstone, it doesn't really have anything. They just use the characters and the okay. lore, um, and it's like magic, uh, but it's like very streamlined. It's much simpler, and it's online. Oh. And you like, again simpler. You well, I don't. I want it more complex. No, but it's simpler in a. You've good learned way. nothing. Jeff. <laughs> no, no, no. It's simpler in a good way. I, I, I'd argue magic is possibly too complex because they've been adding new rules to it. For oh, like a, you know, years. Well, you just play the latest version. So come on, bro. So let me tell. Let me tell. Demonstrate my how into Hearthstone I am right now. This is oh. this is a pretty serious confession. I've not I've actually not told anyone in my actual life this. Oh so, brother. Well, now you're confessing it to the web. I, first of all, I you, so it's free and you start you like earn packs by playing, but you can but buy then them you're too. You're going to buy packs. You buy. I started packs. putting money into the game. But the other thing was, I've done that with FIFA. I've bought like packs for my ultimate team. Anyway, keep going. I've, what is a pack in FIFA? <laughs> you have to, there's a mode in both FIFA and, and NHL, I'm sure some other sports games where you it's called ultimate team where you kind of like it draws on the whole library of all the players that are in mm-hmm. all the different leagues and everything and you kind of mix and match them to get good chemistry and then you take that team online and play against people and then you get coins and get more and there's a whole online gotcha, stock yeah, market yeah. or God, trade market so or whatever so I know evil. I know it's so, it's anything sound... to suck you in forever I'm, It's so the other thing which gets back to the very first thing we were talking about is the other night I watched on YouTube on my television and this was oh. Sunday night when like uh, Game of Thrones, your show was on. Yeah. Your show was on. I was watching this instead. I have to admit, watching I, was watching, what? I was watching people play Hearthstone. Yeah, I've done that. Not, I mean, not Hearthstone. With what game? What I can't stop watching. And by the way, Hearthstone. Just one last thing. It's a card game. Like it's not even like watching people play uh, League of Legends or that watching pretty, people play. Um, I you know I've Call of Duty it. or something. It's like. It's even drier than that. Yeah, and I gotta admit, I, like there's a, there was a novelty factor. Where I was like giggling at like hearing the announcers like of course struggle to explain the game. Yeah. Like now we know not everyone has played this game, so we're gonna do our best to explain it. Just like no good at all. They're like all right, so uh, ooh, sort of that's a four one with two durability, but like already something else is happening. <laughs> like, oh, but he's got the imp master. It's like why even bother? <laughs> so, but I gotta admit, it was fun. And the thing about I love watching, watching videos. So what games. do you watch online? Well, I used. To, I mean, I I watch. I will watch. Day. This is new. Really? I I'll watch sim stuff. I'll watch people just the flying. Sims? No, no, not oh, the sims. Got it, got it, got it. I'll watch people flying uh, doing oh, flight wow. sims. Um just I'll like watch people just starting the virtual cockpit up and like starting up the Huey and then there they go. 
But what lately I've been watching is this. There's this. There's these three English guys. They put on a, a like a YouTube like Let's Play. It's called Yogg's Cast. And oh they, yeah, yeah. They play Minecraft. Yeah. I can't stop watching these guys. They have like an. A ninety really parts, ninety great. part series where they're trying to get this one of their friends to the moon. It's called Moon Quest. I've watched eighty installments. Whoa! Of it. And they're each like fifteen twenty minutes long. That's like a TV show. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. <laughs> it's I mean you know you go on the road you go you I go out of town to shoot something and I get like I'll shoot one day then I have a day off in some town that I don't know. I'm watching Moon Quest. So do you bring when you travel like and you're on a set somewhere? Do you bring video games? Uh, n- no. After one time when I did, and Kumail all does, I, I believe, did was play he? the video games. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kumail travels with an Xbox. I don't think he has the wormhole condition that I have. Yeah. I think he can be like, that's enough for today, Kumail. He's also pretty red. He's probably, he's very disciplined, you know, he'll get up at a certain time so he can start oh, writing yeah. and doing stuff. I don't do that. I'm not, I, I'm not that, I'm not that good. I'm too weak. <laughs> so, the thing about watching video games is that, like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, that'll probably happen one day, but what people don't realize, it's it's already happened. Like it is here, and it is extremely yeah. popular. Yeah, and like it's gonna be a thing. Yeah, and I so I was, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I love like all the pieces of like the. I'm more fascinated by like the commentators and like all yeah. that than I am like the actual. Which is weird. There's some things that like you know all those let's play series for example. There's some things that obviously. Uh, they, there's some things that naturally appeal to me, and but I've noticed that what the the things that get four or five million hits or whatever, they're the most obnoxious people on YouTube. Oh. Like, you know, that, who's that one guy? He's, like, young. He's kind of handsome. And he's, like... Oh, uh, PewDiePie? Yeah, I, I don't guess. know if he's young and kind of handsome, but he's a really popular... Is he a Scandinavian dude or something? I don't know. I don't he's, know. Re- really, he's, like, he's probably like, the most popular person who does this on YouTube. They're just so... I don't know. And they're like, hey, guys! <laughs> and, oh, oh. You know what I found a lot is um, people... Uh, first of all, I was I, I was the person doing video game videos and being like, hey, everybody! <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't give him too much shit. But... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha journalism. <laughs> wait, wait, what were we? What I was don't I know. saying? Watching video games. Uh, it's coming around. I don't millions of hits. The server router. I don't remember. Database good. vector. <sighs> Crap. Quirky. Oh, would you yes. go? Would you go to? Uh, you know, if they had a. Um, I don't know a flight simulator at the Staples Center, like they had someone doing it. Like, would you go to a live event? Uh, I'd go to this dude Street Fighter. Comp. I would go to the Street Fighter tournament for sure. I'd go to that. I'm kind of interested in seeing the scene, and I've been to. I w- yeah, I want to see competitive gaming at like a, a professional level. I, I would totally go do that. Um, so I covered with Pete Holmes. We did a bunch of like this has got to be again like seven eight years ago. Um, major league gaming things. We covered oh, right. a lot of major league gaming, but like even in I think seven or eight years has been a long long time in major yeah. league gaming like I bet it's twice as big completely different oh I remember when it was like when it was first a thing with Quake yeah 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 and that one what's his name I almost oh, I um, almost remembered his name I, I can come up with this he's got a what the he was fuck like is a greasy name? Asian guy yeah, or like but it? he was like a mixed painkiller fatality fatality with a one instead of the <laughs> L or the I or something right I think yeah that's definitely one, that's one of them that's guy. one of them oh I remember what I was gonna say before is how many like my new thing is uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. so someone's so Adam Conover he's been on the podcast and so forth and he uh, we always argue about Fez when he's on here do you like Fez, Fez. the game Fez Oh, I've never played. It. I know it, but I've never played it. Anyway, he he thinks it's cool. We're, we're you both think in it, it, You think it's drool. I think it's uh, pretentious. Anyway, he Ooh, uh, yeah he um we're both in a Hearthstone. He was like, oh, this dude like you know built this deck. Like he built a deck out of basic cards and took it to legendary. Like check out this video. And I open up the video 
and there's like a 14 year old kid explaining it to me actually not unlike the episode of uh, your TV show that aired this week yes um, with the carver so that's actually the one I, wa- I just watched yeah. which is uh, there's an episode which aired the week that we're talking right now where you who are your developer on the show and you mm. had to go get help from a 14 year old yeah and I I, I related to it not because I'm a developer who's had to do that but because like I don't know oh. I see YouTube videos in the like... whenever th- this is what I experience a lot actually when I play my chivalry medieval because mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm going online with lately whenever you think you're good at a game on, on online whatever it is you're like I think I fucking got the hang of this I'm gonna take it online you know because sometimes you build yourself up in single player or whatever or you like play online matches and you start winning you're like holy shit I think I'm pretty good you're not you're Dog shit. And whoever, who, the guy who's king, the king of all players is 15. Because that's when you, that's your prime video game age. Yeah. You, you know, that was age. when I was the best at video of games. Of course. I mean, you've got the most time, you know? Like, I don't know. I've got, yeah, I, you've got more time now. Well, not now, but I, I've had way more time in life than when I was like going to school and stuff. But I, I think it's just, I don't know, your brain I, at that age. There is something in Like, it does have these parallels with real sports where, like, there's an age after which you can't be competitive in tennis anymore. Like, if you look yeah. at tennis players, like, you know, or any sport, they age out, and every sport is a different age. I think Halo's not that different. Like, Jeff, I think we all the- die. We're all slowly <laughs> dying. Our cells are getting dumber and slower, and we're, 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 we're dying. This whole... I mean, life is just one long march to the grave, and I'm just trying to, like, you know, <laughs> fill it in with Halo. Now, yeah, how can we connect it to video games? <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, punctuate that with yeah. Marble Madness. I'm just trying to put another quarter in the whole life slot, baby. Keep it going. Yeah, so continue the character you play on the show and the show itself is like a lot of computers and a lot of like yeah. developer speak i mean how much of that is it seems very well researched it feels very well researched oh, is yeah. it like the things oh, yeah. you're saying are real things that they're 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 real things i mean like there there currently is no compression searchable compression algorithm that that like richard the character richard has made and the thing that doesn't actually exist but a lot of the tech speak of it and if they get into it, it's all at least theoretically sound. We had like a uh, a Texman mm-hmm. on set, making sure that the the weird like medical drama nonsense that's coming out of our mouths like makes sense at, at the very least in theory. And like you know, the camera the director would call cut, and he would actually come over and be like, "Okay, just so you know, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. So you have to switch this word and that word." And schema I learned is a thing. Yeah, a lot of schema, a lot, a of, lot schema. of schema. Do you know like did do you know anything about what your character's talking about? You know, it's like I I feel like it's in the same world but different countries. Like I I don't know that much about coding. Mhm. I really yeah, same don't. world with different countries. Like I I know I, I like I know the tiniest bit of HTML. Like, and yeah, like yeah. I taught myself to how to futz around in Photoshop and Flash. But that even that's not really all that big. That's not coding. But I, I bet you and I, like, I'm not a developer. I know nothing about coding. Yeah. But I bet I know more than most people who aren't coders. Like, obviously, <laughs> like, anyone who has a- ever taken any class in it knows more than me. But I think, yeah. I, know, I think I, and I suspect you, might be better than most people who haven't taken classes in I it. I would feel like I could get my, I could, I could get my feet wet, at least in the, in the business part of it and, like, the world of it. But as soon as you sat me down and, like, put a script in front of me you know i'm like like not Mm -hmm. a movie script (laughs) like uh like javascript (laughs) or whatever the fuck it is c plus plus i don't know i would just be like completely lost i don't know how to function in that space with the cullens and the code and all that madness what do you do when there's a scene and you're typing on the keyboard what are you typing are you just banging on keys they've got a they've got a program in the computer Mm mm-hmm 
that you can type anything and it it types code. Like there's a guy that's made this little sort of like runtime thing that you can sort of just click away at. And so I can act, I can act as Hollywood magic, people. Hollywood magic. That's so, that, is that actually, it seems like, uh, even though you know what's like, in your brain, you know that you're not actually coding, but it, yeah, you, you. It seems like did I just like, ruin an illusion for everybody? No, they wanted to believe that I like was so legit. I no, was I coming think, up with. Well, I don't think people. Schema. It's interesting. Like, I don't. I think no one assumed you were sitting there developing a, a compression <laughs> algorithm while you were shooting it, but like that they had got that someone great. had developed software to like, um, you know, make the illusion more real. Yeah, I, I would not have guessed that. Is it yeah, satisfying? Yeah. It seems like it could be satisfying in the same way, you know, playing guitar here. You know you're not playing a song, but it's yeah. still kind of fun to do. Like, oh, yeah. Is it fun to just bang on the keys and watch code come out? It's a lot like Guitar Hero, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I would just sort of absolutely, absentmindedly just be typing away, pretending I would be doing it. It's actually like, it's it's not like someone made a, a program just for our show. It, it, uh, the guy was saying yeah, it's I'm an sure. old Hollywood trick where they do it all over. Yeah, it makes total sense anything, to like yeah. one dude would make it and sell to every TV. Like, yeah, yeah. The first or even like, you know, when people go on browsers and like, hey, what's this link? Click, click. I mean, that's all essentially just like a, a series of like, upon this click, this next thing happens. Yeah, that's interesting. I never would have thought someone would have to do that. Did you research at all or look into like the culture? Because the show feels like, I've never worked in Silicon Valley, but I've yeah. worked on the internet. Yeah. And the show <laughs> feels like, uh, in the same way Mike Judge's office space did, like, um, if not like a, a, a mirror to reality, like yeah. it's certainly like, a res- you know, there's parts of it that are recognizably like. Well, I mean, you know, Mike and, and the writers, they're the ones that's like, they're building the world. They definitely did all the homework in, in the world. Actually, Mike Judge worked as a, like a developer in the 80s. Which for, I didn't know until, yeah. and I thought I knew a lot about Mike Judge, but He's had I, a ton of odd jobs. Really? He's like, a cool guy to sit down with and be like, what? Okay, cool. What were the other ones? Like Pre-Beavis and Butthead? Oh, no, I'm going to forget. I don't know. But he's done like, you know, he well, he was a musician for a while and like did all this touring and real rock and roll and stuff like that. And, you know, worked like stupid fast food jobs and all kind of stuff as well. That makes um, a lot of sense knowing Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. Um... I don't know, but yeah. In terms of me, like I didn't go do field trips to Silicon Valley to like breathe it in. I just I I, I'm, I was more so motivated by like internal character stuff and trying to capture that. And I figured the tech stuff, someone's gonna write it for me. So do you? So like you're you know you're the hero and you're in this incubator and yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have you found so far? And the show's what four or five weeks into the run? Six weeks. Six now. weeks out. Yeah. yeah. Do, have you found like? Um, you know, real people who are really in that position, like reaching out to you at all, or like, you, it seems like you could become an icon for that type of person. Oh, well, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I've had a, I've only had one thing we reached out to be involved in, like the tech world, but it, it's not, it's not to represent any type of tech thing. It was just more so just give my story and. And in terms of how it became like an actor, and see if they could maybe—I guess they were trying to like apply it to their mm-hmm. to their own motivation. Or Seems like different. That. Yeah, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm in no way an authority on the real Silicon Valley, right, right, so right. that would be a huge mistake on their part to to ask me for advice on how to start a, te- a tech startup. But you guys are coming back for another season already. Yeah, which boom. is pretty great. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's ten episode order. Ready to, ready to rock. Watch out for it, I guess, next spring. I don't know. It's true. Like, I think people know, obviously, we know movies are illusions and they're not real. But I got to <laughs> say, once I saw Adrian Grenier, that's his name from Entourage. Yeah. You know, Vin, Vince Chase, Vinny yeah, Chase. Yeah, yeah. You know Vinny Chase. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, at the HBO parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw him. 
And I did think he was a lot more famous than he was. Like, in my brain, I'm like, oh, that's like movie star. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Like, you do identi- start to identify with these people. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's something you said about being on HBO, I think, too. It's like it adds a certain sort of like, ooh, la, la, look at you kind of thing. Yeah, but it's also just like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, like, I, I guess it's... HBO is like a certain caliber show too, and like people love their HBO shows. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, it's cool. Are you watching? You're on after Game of Thrones too, which is yeah. pretty. Do you watch Game of Thrones like Sunday night? Hell yeah, man! Come on, don't be stupid. How fun is it? It's to... titties and magic and swords and titties and swearing. So how fun is it to like be what like to be a huge fan of the show and then you're on after it? Dude, when we found out that we were going to be in between Game of Thrones and Veep. Veep is so good, we too. Were, yeah, Veep's And the John so Oliver fun. show is so good, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that night, it's, like, overwhelming. I know, I know. Well, when we found, out that, found that out, I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Well, the HBO's putting a lot of faith in it. I just, like, hoped we could deliver. Because, you know, it's like you're, you're only in it, and you rarely kind of see it. You don't, like, we don't get to see, like full episodes or at least at that point we didn't mm-hmm. so you hadn't seen any at all have you I seen mean, all now oh yeah yeah we've i've seen plenty now and uh the first two many many times because that's what we like Screamed. premiered with yeah right 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 but uh have you seen like like how does that work like because obviously you're done before they're done with it you know they got edit are they like hey yeah. uh, they send you one in the mail like oh you, you we're done now you want to see no this? no you gotta ask for it gotta, like, <laughs> and even then you probably get like uh rough cuts and stuff but that's only on this show because we're all we're all pretty friendly with each other i bet that like the game of thrones people don't get to see it yeah i mean all 250 of them yeah or even like the top i don't know maybe they do but but be, only because it's like so hush hush even though if you've read the books you know what's going mm-hmm. on but still it's all about the surprise and stuff like that so no i'm not i'm not read the books this, reading dude that's what i'm Who's saying that's what that. i'm saying uh i'm reading i'm reading i read a lot of military history strangely enough really yeah that's well, kind of like a weird total secret weird, total war thing and totally that. weird Rome 2, total weird. I do like games, I gotta <laughs> like say. I, zombies. I do like games with like a little bit of fiction in them. Like, I want a monster or a robot or an alien of some sort. I don't mind it. I don't mind it, because there's plenty of games where I've loved that. Mm-hmm. Plenty of games. But I do like... A little bit of I would say I like a little bit of reality, even in the total in the in the fiction in the fiction. Yeah, like I've never been a big Call of Duty person. Like I'll, nah, I'll take like yeah. uh, you know resistance over Call of Duty or even infant. But in that world, in that sort of modern first person world, if you have a PC, you should be playing Arma, mm-hmm, which is but, but it's it which is like well, it's more of like a military simulator. Thing. That's it's also like something hardcore. Huge about. draw distances, like. You are also a PC gamer. We didn't even yeah. talk about that. That's yeah, why man. that's another reason we're incompatible video game wise. <laughs> like you are a hardcore PC, PC game. PC all the best games come out for PC. Your setup. Didn't you have like a totally I have a rid- crazy ridiculous setup. Well, tell me about your setup. I bought this, you know, like as a teenager, I would always be like, "Oh, mom, dad, like give me the new like Pentium, you know? Mm-hmm. Give me the new computer." And they would be like, "No." I mean, they're teachers. <laughs> they're like, "What the fuck? We're not going to buy you some computer so you can waste your life even more." Um, so computers, no one will ever use those. Yeah. Well, they would get they would get a new computer, but like a family computer, very modest. And I would always be like, oh, I wanted to spend six thousand dollars and get this crazy computer and be the kid with the coolest computer. And then, so like when I was an adult, and I finally made this was like a few years ago. I'd made some money with commercials and stuff, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna finally get the big crazy computer. I'm not even gonna build it myself. I'm gonna get the crazy guys to build it. So I got these dudes, Main Gear. They're from Jersey. If you wanted to check it out, it's called it's they're this model of computer that I have from this called the Main Gear Shift. 
you don't get the impression of how big it is from the pictures. It's fucking huge. But my my tower looks like a monolith. It's like so crazy. Do you know what's inside of it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I know what it is, but I'm I'm kind of like I if if it was talk if it was my teen self, I'd know exactly mm-hmm. more more about it and all that kind of stuff, but now I just know it's it's got a good amount of RAM and GPU and all this kind of stuff. But for you, I believe it's not even just what's in the computer. Don't you have like a ridiculous driving sim or flight sim set up? Like I have a pretty good flight sim. What do you got? Set. What do you got? Well, <laughs> uh, I've got anything about I've flight got some, sims. I got a, I got some. It's called a HOTAS, hands-on throttle and stick. And I've got two old pieces. So if anyone wants to buy a couple old CH products, <laughs> um, and until the Oculus Rift comes out, oh my god! Okay. Have you played one yet? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Oh, for flight simulators. It's too. gonna be, and with like the the controls. It's gonna be. It's pretty cool. So, um, but I have the next best thing. I have something called the Track IR. I don't know if you know this. I it's don't. this little thing that'll sit on top of your monitor, and it transmits and also receives infrared. So it'll transmit infrared. It'll bounce off a little clip that you put on your headphones or the brim of your hat. Oh my god! And then god. it receives. So you actually can look around. Kind of like connect a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a bit, yeah, a bit like Connect. Connect can do this, but eh, whatever. But you don't need the clip. It's maybe more like PlayStation Move, but with the weird wand attached. Y- to your yeah, head. and they have some like Which freeware. Is the only way to make PlayStation Move look weirder, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, they have some freeware stuff for your like webcam, but it doesn't work as well. The clip actually works really mm-hmm. well. And uh, so that's a look around, and then I've got, <laughs> I've got a. CH Pro Throttle, so it's like my throttle. I got a Force Feedback 2, Microsoft Sidewinder 2 Force Feedback. Cause oh, my God. I had a that, Sidewinder like That, that like old 13. joystick is really the only joystick that's like the only good Force Feedback joystick out there. It's incredible. And then I got... <laughs> then I got these rudder pedals. But I used to have these just like a, main, like a big brand pedals. But then there's this guy in, I think, Croatia who makes who makes his own set of custom flight sim pedals that are like they use like they use magnets as sensors they're all like super yeah. crazy and you it's not a company you buy them from this guy awesome. he makes them to order there's some rock band aftermarket so party products like those too like a kick like the the kick drum thing i don't know how music works for rock oh, bands yeah, like yeah. not great and people make like custom ones like built into like actual kick pedals yeah yeah those yeah. are called yeah and that's then people, cr- and that, but that's the tip of the iceberg for flight simming like people make sim pits which is like they'll make cockpits that you climb into and and you know you do that like and then they'll make real switchboards so you're not just sort of like clicking your mouse to turn on the engine you're flicking switches to turn on the engine you know what i'm just remembering is that you also wait before i do that i want to close the loop on flight sims do you know <laughs> about this thing i think i mentioned this to you when i saw you like pretty recently but um there's a thing right by my office that's like test the skies or something, and where you like, can fly a virtual. F- yeah, F-16 and it looks like something. an arcade, but it's not. It's like really big flight simulators. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> like an arcade, but for like, for like for grown men. Yeah, for not like for not for children. Like, yeah, picture an arcade where they put like a no kids allowed sign on the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would. I How'd would you do know it? about that. Do you know what that is? It's been it's been forwarded to me on email and stuff before. Well, recently I decided I want to tr- try and get my pilot's yeah. license, but. The fucking thing of it all is I can't kick my motion sickness. I can't uh, kick it. And after, whatever, 32 years, I'm not going to kick it. I just flew in today, and I was, like, almost puking just on a commercial airliner. It's never going away, and I got to give up the dream, but it's okay. I couldn't really down any Messerschmitts anyway in real life. I can't, like, the thing about that arcade is that, like, I walk by it, and I'm just like, I don't, like, how is there an arcade that I don't understand? Like, that's <laughs> what, I, and that gets back to, like, just talking about the, uh, 
you know the how how much variety there is in gaming now yeah as far as your motion sickness though is there like something you could do trying to think like maybe uh like a sailing less sailing's got motion sickness too maybe scuba maybe uh i've done scuba i've got my scuba license there's like you know something else you could get a license for or something. sure Some i can other, get licenses for all kinds of stuff crazy vehicle you can violate yeah but I, I i i do like i do like the virtual stuff because i think what appeals to me is like the combat part is like the world war ii dog fights and the world war one dog fights and mm-hmm. stuff like and on a like you know, I'm. I would learn how to fly on a Cessna 172. I mean, I'm not joining the army anytime soon. So, yeah, I don't know. It's best to have that weird little fantasy as opposed to like getting sick in a little top wing. Yeah. So the flight. Sim- what do you do in a flight simulator? You like? I'm just gonna fly to Washington. And then well, you just do it? that's a civil aviation one. Like that's like Flight Simulator 10 or whatever. What, yes. What do there you are people do that. There are people that do that. What's to, the like, other option? I just don't know what the other variety. Well, in something like well. In something like a civil one, you'll you'll brush up on your your cold starts or your procedures or whatever, or do virtual flights from there to there. Yes, I think me personally, that's really boring. But for the combat ones, oh, so you're doing combat? Flights I'm doing combat stuff. Okay, that, so yeah, that's there's dogfighting. All right, oh, there's okay. engine management depending Something's on the sim. Explode. That's good. Yeah, that, that helps. Exactly. And it really, the, like, it totally depends on the sim. Some sims model all the engine stuff, so uh, you actually are fiddling with the radiator and watching the coolant and all this kind of stuff and then some things are just like press start and you go and there it is you would probably would you have a head start uh getting your pilot's license because you already know what the buttons do and stuff oh the guy the instructor was like oh you're gonna be you're gonna be fine you're gonna solo probably first out of all my students and i was like oh yeah and then i just kept getting sick oh and he's like you can you can get through you can get through it i'm like i don't know i don't know if i can Oh, that's devastating. That's so sad to like want to do something and like finally get off your ass and go yeah. do it and like just like your body won't let you. Whatever, I'm sorry, man. It's okay. It's be- again. I'm. It's. I. I think I have more fun doing it virtually anyway. Yeah, I know that sounds. Well, you can't lame, like. <laughs> but you can't dogfight. In, you can't uh, exactly. That was my whole point. I mean, yeah. well, actually, you can. There's this place, God, down south that they have these. <laughs> they have these planes, these two seater planes, where they have the instructor and then you. And they have infrared, like... Oh, like laser tag in yeah, the sky? Yeah. Is that safe? That doesn't sound safe at all. Well, I'm sure they go through some acrobatics, you know, briefing, at the very least. And I'm sure it's like, you know, people with... You have to have your license. Right, you got to right, have right. probably a like, certain amount of hours. Uh, but, yeah, I was watching videos, and I was like, oh, my God, that sounds so cool. What is that called? That's amazing. I had no it's, idea. I don't know. It's called, like, Sky Fighters or some shit. I don't know. Don't... I've forgotten it now because it's not part of my life. Right, right, It's dead right. to me. Sorry, sorry to bring, sorry to bring it up again. Who cares? <laughs> So now we've got video games. We've got Silicon Valley. Ugh. Silicon Valley, I have to assume, has made you busier, right? Of course. So what? Can you talk about anything you're doing? Well, I mean, after you know, you when, you, when you're be. shooting, you're shooting. Yeah, yeah. But um, after it's all been released, now there's like a lot of press to do, and um, I'm in this movie called uh, uh, The Final Girls. Mm-hmm. It's like a. a uh, it's it's like a horror comedy where these kids get sort of like transported into this kind of like campy 80s slasher movie. Oh, this is the Todd strauss Olsen movie. It is the Todd Strauss-Olsen. So Todd, Todd strauss directed a bunch of college humor stuff, and then he yeah. directed Howard and Kumar 3, yeah. which now he's directing this. I love yeah. Todd. And he also makes, I want to plug Todd's movies, um, his short films, which you're in. You're yes. in one of them. That I'm in. That's of... how I met. All's Fair. If you go watch, uh, go Google All's Fair and then, Todd Strauss-Jolson or Thomas Middleditch and then it'll come up Todd makes such he makes short films online unlike other short films I've he's seen. a very visual person he's got some good tricks and there. they're all but they're like um, 
they're like they're at the scale of like a big budget like a feature movie like yeah. I think most shorts online are like little indie mumblecore things but he makes movies that are like just like a big epic movie yeah. just eight minutes long yes but also on the little mumblecore budgets and stuff like that right, he, right, really, right. he really like hustles and sort of inspires people to like hustle as well yeah he's yeah. a good boy yeah so I'm really excited about that yeah. movie see the final girls it's, I, I, I don't know when it's gonna come out I, probably yeah, next I think he's year. still shooting it <laughs> yeah well he is I'm gonna go back there on the on Sunday but so it'll probably come out next and year. that's a horror movie thing right yeah it's I like died. a horror movie tribute kind of yeah I mean yeah they have to follow the conventions of the movie in order to, in order to get out I are you a big horror movie person <clears throat> yeah I am but I, I, I'm, I'm a horror movie person as like an adult so if you're like oh yeah have you seen this this and it's a, a bunch of old ones I probably haven't mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the scary ghost movies mm-hmm. I love the scary ghost movies like what, the jumpers like Insidious the screamers. and that kind of thing yeah Insidious The Ring all that stuff Christ. I like The Ring I'm not super into ghosts in general I guess you know just like the video games I want, a little, oh, I want really? some monsters and stuff I even liked I even liked um, a lot of my friends hated it I liked Oculus that kind of came out pretty oh, I didn't recently see that. I didn't see that I liked it the premise of the premise of there's a force in this in this house that will make you go crazy, but you'll never be able to know if you're going crazy or not. Mm-hmm. They made they I thought they did that well. I thought they did sort of like these these two people trying to beat it, you know, not not figure it out well, or or maybe figure. Oh, I, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, it was good. That's I liked a, it. It's yeah, miraculous. it sounded intriguing. It sounded kind of cool. It's good. It's some campy moments, but it was fun. So. Like, do you have like a dream project? Like, so now you've done a horror movie. Is there like a type <laughs> of movie you want? Like, like, do you want to do like an action movie? Or... I want to. Oh yeah, I would love to do that. Like a big like... crazy thing where I'm like, I'm you're like... in um, the other guys, aren't you? I mean, I'm in the up? other guys, but a scene. Yeah, that's yeah. not even that wasn't even in the theatrical release. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, you, you'd have to watch I, the Blu-ray in order. Which to see I that. did. Which yeah. I did. Well, I was the thing I love. The other guys had I think three bleep bloop guests in it because you, Gethard, and Ben Schwartz. Were oh all yeah, in it. that was. Uh, yeah, so that, that's why I had to check out the uh, the deleted scenes to confirm your presence. <laughs> well, number one, I mean, number one, like a genre of movie that I'd love to be in. I would love to be in a Wes Anderson movie. That'd be the greatest. Or a period play. I like that or Wes a... Anderson's a genre. It yeah, is. It is. It totally it is. is. Or just any type of period uh, film. Or yeah, a big action thing where it's like ah, Transformer. No, no, no. You know, what Marvel Shia character LaBeouf. are you? <laughs> well, not Gambit. That's been taken. <laughs> um, Did you do comic books? No, I, I I I've read some comic books, but not a lot of superhero stuff. I don't I don't even like the superhero movies. I know. Mm, I like superheroes. I do. I like. I, I brought up the Arkham games earlier. I liked the I liked the second Batman with Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, and I liked and I liked the other two. Okay, did enough. you see Captain America too? Yeah, I did. I didn't like it. Wow, it's, really? I, I think know. you might be the first person I talked to that didn't like it. Well, it's just it's just watching a bunch of CGI craziness. Just watching a cartoon. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're watching a cartoon. I like cartoons. And I think I just, I, I think I'm like, oh, yeah, right. But I shouldn't be like, yeah, right. I mean, in this world, in Captain America, there's floating ships. But I'm like, really, guys? Floating ships? I still have that switch? Yeah. I got to turn that switch off. Yeah, you're order. an actor. You should yeah. be the best at turning off that switch. I don't know why, because other other genres of movies don't do that. I think they're just, I don't know, they're really mind-numbing to me, these superhero movies. All the Marvel Universe stuff. I don't like them. What about voiceover? Yeah, I do some voiceover stuff. What do you do? I'm doing this one right now for Disney. It's called Pen Zero, Part Time Hero. Uh, and is that like uh, Ben's uh, Part Time Ninja Show? Uh, or no, he's Ninth Grade Ninja. Yeah, me. I don't know. No, it's like this guy. This guy and his pals sort of zap into different dimensions and take on the role of the hero that was currently fighting in that dimension and like save the day. Great. Yeah, Sounds awesome. It's gonna be great. 
Uh, and I'm gonna be one of the voices in the Captain Underpants movie, I guess. What? If that ever, if that ever happens. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little older than Captain Underpants, as you would be too. Like, I don't it, know. I was a late reader. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's another one of those books. But I, I don't know anything about it. But I see the cover and like, I love it. Like, I yeah. don't. I love just looking. Like, I see it. And I'm like, I know I would love it if yeah. I if it existed when I was, uh, you know, I don't know how old the readers are. Ten maybe. Yeah. That's amazing, Kevin. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really big thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if it kind of. It's like no one. There's no timeline for it, so it's like I, I, I guess currently I'm attached to it, but like <laughs> we'll see. You, when it comes out, you could very well see that I've been replaced. Is uh, by Ben Schwartz? Are you still doing? Are you still doing uh, improv at UCB and stuff? Um, yeah, all the time. Do you, that is that. A, I asked Ben this too. Is this like? Is that like a forever thing for you? Like, no matter what else happens, do you see yourself doing that? I'll always be performing live in some capacity. As Why long do you think as that I can. Why? Well, improv especially, it's just so fun. I mean, it's so it's so in the moment. And w- when you get out of a good improv show, it's just, it just feels great. I was just in New York. Um, I do this show called the Improvised Shakespeare Company. Oh my god, I saw you in that. That's that's a crazy fucking show to exist, and it's so good, and you're so good in it. Thank you. Uh, the the whole the whole show's great. Everybody's good. Improv people love guys. that show. Like, yeah, people who like improv, that's like their, you know, that's yeah. a that's a um, connoisseur's favorite. Yeah. What what is it? It's, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory in the title there. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it sounds it's. I mean, when it was first explained to me, I was like, that sounds real cheesy. But it, I, I promise you, it's not. We although we do come out in tunics, uh, but what we do is we improvise an entire play and we take, the only suggestion we take is the title of the play and it's a made up title and it can be, you know, we get like uh, McRomeo and Juliet, like just like a slight play mm. or then we'll get like Aladdin 2 or like The Farts Revenge or some shit. Right, right. And then we've, you know, there's the prologue, there's epilogues, there's, but then you know, there's sh- rhyming it's couplets. Shakespeare. Yeah, we do and it, it in, the, in the, the style, the themes and the language of the immortal bard William Shakespeare. Are you into Shakespeare? Not really. <laughs> How the fuck did you do that show then? <laughs> I don't know. I pull out of my ass. But we did. But like to give you an example of like why I mean like why I love the improvs, especially a show like that when it's good. It's like we just had this run, and we did, we did five shows, and all of them got standing ovations. This was in a theater theater eighty in New York. I think I saw it at Barrow Street. So I feel like it used good. to be Barrow Street. Didn't it did it? used to be. Now it's a theater eighty. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that stuff just feels so good. It's cool that your reason for wanting to do this live stuff and not stopping isn't at all practical or self-serving. It's just like, it's just fun. Yeah. I just like doing it. It's so fun. Well, I mean, you're not really going to get paid, and if you do, it's not going to be that much. But surely, like, I have to assume you would agree that you would not be on Silicon Valley if you didn't have all your improv training. Or would you? Mm Yeah, I mean, no, I would agree that it would be, it would have been tough. But I would say even my best, the best training I got as an actor was when I started learning improv. Because I, I, I went to theater school and I was like, I know you as eh. an improviser, so I'm actually surprised to learn that you even acted like before improv. Like I always think of you as an improviser. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean like for a, for a for a spell in my young years, I was, I was like, yeah, I can, I think I could do dramatic acting, but I was always into comedy. I was, I mean, I was a kid and canada i wanted to be like kids in the hall right here's an annoying question how i just feel like it's annoying because they ask it with like every comedy thing silicon valley is there any improv improvisation on the show oh yeah there's plenty of stuff is it's, that an annoying question no i feel like people ask it for like everything now yeah. you know it's like a, it's like we gotta so know tell us about the juicy improv yeah like what parts were improv- yeah what yeah. line yeah <laughs> so but there there is improv on the show there is i mean it's like you know i i you know, this is a really cheesy analogy but like the scripts are the stake and we're just trying to add like whatever mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. little a little moment here or there a, a funny line but we're we're not trying to rewrite this the scripts we're fortunate enough to have, to have really good scripts when we come to the come to work how many episodes are there this season 
This season, eight. So there's two more. There's two more, and then next season will be ten. Great, because two more is not enough. Two more on two more on two more, and then 12 and 14. I mean, it's it's great. It's like, uh, it's not... I mean, I would have watched... Because you're on it, like, it would have gotten an episode anyway, but, like... Yeah. I think <laughs> you would have at least watched one. I would have at least watched one, but... <laughs> and, and not just because you're on it, because all these great people, and it's a Mike Judge show. I watched The Good Family. That's how much I like Mike Judge. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. The Good Family. I, tr- I, I, I watched a couple I don't even think The Good Family's bad. It's just, like, most people right now are probably like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, you know? The Good Family. So... Check it out on the internet, I suppose. You it's not probably... bad. There, it, it never really found its legs, but, like, it had its moments. It was kind of yeah. like the uh, the Yang to King of the Hill, which is so good, which yeah, is... Yeah. Uh, where it was, like instead of Hank who's like you know sort of stubbornly conservative and stuck in the past yeah, it's, it's like it's the left if the, it's the left right. wing ver- it's the NPR version of King of the Hill so like if Hank Hill was Beavis and Butthead's neighbor you know and like yeah. just a little bit changed the patriarch on this show was like the hippie teacher who sang the lesbian seagull song <laughs> yeah. you know like if, what is his family like that was the good family yeah totally. so uh, I would have wa- what I'm getting at is I would have watched it anyway but uh, it's just it's but it's good. It's so good. Like it's oh, good man, for an you. HBO show, which is like the oh, highest wow. of compliments. You know, like, yeah, I'll take like that. You had, uh, like it, it, I'm still it, in my head. Like when I watch it, I'm like, I don't know if this is even good anymore. I mean, like I'm spinning out about probably my, my own bullshit. So I love hearing. Thank you. I yeah, I mean, that. that's great. And also, I'm not like alone in this. This is not a controversial <laughs> opinion. Like it seems like it's been. Re- I don't know. How much, it's doing. Do you well, pay man. attention to these reviews? I mean, I try to keep my head out of that stuff, but eventually, I'll, I you know, it'll come to it'll come to my ears Here's yeah we're question. doing well like 5 million 5.4 million an episode on average on HBO which is like not a network most people have yeah yeah we're so doing well. do, did you ever read when you did internet videos back in your internet video days yeah did you do well do you, first of all your internet video days over you think you'd still do internet videos uh from time to time I think I'd pick and choose them more I think I'd probably I'm less inclined to sort of like be uh like cast as like a person in a sketch you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Forced, but I would. I'm not done with the internet. Right. I mean, that, that short, that that Todd short, mm-hmm. I love doing, and there's probably going to be more stuff to do in that. I actually want to get my own Let's Play fucking channel on YouTube. You should do that. Like, um, you know, Alana from Broad City. Her, uh, have you seen her um, Chronic Gamer Girl thing? No. So she has a show, Broad City, which is yes, fantastic. Yes. But she also has a show on YouTube called Chronic Gamer Girl, where people come over and get stoned and play video games. Oh, cool. It's great. And, like, <laughs> it's cool she's, like, doing both, you know? Yeah. So you could do something like that, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, ah, I'm not done with the question. internet. I forgot, I I forgot, you're the, talking about sketches. Oh, so do you read, did you read comments when you were in internet sketches? Uh, no. I mean, from time to time, from time to time, I'd sort of take a look. Do internet comments and like reviews from Emily Nussbaum feel like the same? Like, do they do they all feel like just like? Do you, do you look at them the same way? No, not at all. Are you kidding me? No, a real re- a real review will either um, kill or uh, support you much better than the comments. But the thing is, like, the comments can get pretty nasty. But you, you the people that tend to do the nastiest are 12, 13, 14 years <laughs> of old. Of course. So it's like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't want to say like they're automatically dumb because of that. But like, I'm a grown man, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let a young whippersnapper take me down a peg. I don't know. Let me tell you one more thing about hearts. <laughs> it's. I don't know. Wait, wait. I gotta first ask you this. Yeah. I gotta ask you a question about hearts, please. Because what I love a lot, especially about the latest edition of Magic: The Gathering cards, uh-huh. is the artwork. Oh, the, artwork the art is incredible. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, those are probably, like, that's probably, if you're, like, a fantasy artist who draws, Which, like, manticores I'm, and I'm stuff. I'm into fantasy art big time. Then, it, like, that's 
seems like the number one fan yeah, of Yeah, they're Shop. like, they get the top guys. Same with Warcraft, same thing. No, I don't buy it. Blizzard has infinite money from but running. But I don't like the Warcraft aesthetic. It's all big, blocky, you know, big, crazy. The it's art's different. It's ultra a, high fantasy. I there's don't a variety really like of styles. Like, But what's cool about it coming in, even as okay. not a World of Warcraft person, is that like, there's... I've not been paying it. I played Warcraft 2 and a little bit of 3, but I haven't been paying attention to the franchise for, you know, this huge World of Warcraft okay. thing. So when I come in and, like, so I don't care about, like, that these are specific characters from that other game, but the world feels, like, very fleshed out. You know, like, there's all these little sure. corners, but it feels very cohesive because they've been working on it nonstop, again, yeah. for, like, a decade, you know? Sure. So, so you feel that a little bit. And I like with Warcraft, I like the level of seriousness that it takes itself. Like, it takes itself pretty seriously. Yeah. But there's also, like... Like some goofy shit, you know, yeah. like panda bears and like murlocs and stuff. You're, 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 ta- you've taken me away from okay, it so even me, further. So let me tell you about this thing. And I, I think this is so the <laughs> Such game is conflicting interests. So the game, yeah. is, but it's funny because they're not, they're video games. Anyone else would be like, yeah, they're both into video games. But to no, us, it's like, but we'll I like never more, get along. more serious stuff, I guess. So let me tell you about uh, this. This, this is the killer feature for the game. Okay. So the game is great. The gameplay is just like extraordinarily well designed. It really okay. is a well designed game. Okay. But probably the single best decision they made is that they don't have chat. There is no chat at all. There's like six uh, things you can say to your opponent, like hello, oops, uh, good game, and like there's six like emo- emo- emotes, yeah. they call them, but there is no chat. And um, what they do is like, they actually do, and this is really clever too, the, like cause it's a card game, you can see your opponent like going through his cards, like as you go through your cards to kind of see what's in his deck. Like you can oh, see, so you can see him fidget, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and you can see like if you're like trying to decide, does this attack that or does this attack that? Like you can see how what they're doing, like as they're trying to decide. Uh-huh. So it feels like you're playing a person. Like it feels like, right. Like you don't, lose, it never feels like you're playing AI. Um, but that person is like not calling you racial slurs, yeah. and like I'm, there's, these are definitely thirteen year olds. They don't feel like it, you know. <laughs> they feel like grown men. It really well. It just feels like you know you. It just it's. It's just great. It's just like a really, it's a strong decision. You should get into simming. Because I tell you, most of the people are adults. (laughs) People who play flight sims tend to be 18 plus. A lot of them are older than me. You know what kids are into is Minecraft. Have you noticed? Oh, yeah. I I feel like if you go to the mall or whatever and you're around kids, like every third kid is wearing a Minecraft shirt. Yeah, it's Minecraft crazy. And apparently I'm into at least watching Minecraft. But you've never played it? You only like watching it? I've played it. I've played it. I mean, I haven't done... I haven't done my 100 hours or anything like that, but yeah, I've played it. Thomas, is there anything else uh, we can plug besides Silicon Valley, besides you playing video games, besides your uh, flight pedals that you're trying to sell? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Twitter, maybe? Maybe yeah, just have a Twitter just, Yeah, just uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Middleditch. And then you'll always have the newest Thomas Middleditch news. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, Thomas, thanks so much for uh, coming by. Right on. And congrats on the show. It's so good. It's Thank so good. You. Thank you so much. That is it for this week's Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show. Or is it? Pretty much as a rule after every interview, uh, I always remember one question, at least one question, uh, that I forgot to ask. This time, I just happened to remember it before Thomas actually left Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Studios. So here is just two more minutes of something I could not let Thomas leave without talking about. This is unprecedented in the his, uh, history of 120 Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin shows. But I just asked Tom to sit back down because I thought of one more thing. I've literally never done this. <laughs> I've just, it's unprecedented. I just remembered, though. Nepotism. You're in fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. <laughs> and, like, you, you're only in one scene, but you are, like, the centerpiece of that scene. 
I think Jonah Hill is the centerpiece. Well, of this but team. like you're like way in that. You know, I'm in it. I'm in it. You're like yeah. you're not just like one of the hundred people cheering in the office. Like there's a you are in a scene. Yeah. What yeah. was that like? What was it like being in a Scorsese movie? Like having lines. Oh, you know, Marty calls me up. Tommy, <laughs> you gotta you gotta save my movie. But come on, what was it like? You're in a Scorsese it movie. It was it was cool. It was crazy. I mean, like. I was there for like two weeks as one of those crazy stock yelling. Oh, so you're in the other scenes. You won't. No, you can't see. But you were there. But you were there in the room doing it. Yeah, yeah, doing it. And and so because I was there for so long doing that, I kind of just felt like maybe a glorified extra. But then on the day, it was it was pretty fun. Marty, 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 Martin Scorsese is small. He's animated. He comes in. He goes, "Okay, great. Try that again. But you know, try something new. Okay, let's go again." And like he's got this like British. Sort of first, uh, first assistant director who comes in and be like, okay, the gov's coming in, and he's gonna give everybody notes. So everyone, calm down. And and like it's like it, it's a well-oiled machine. Met Leonardo DiCaprio. He's very tall. He's very handsome. Very mm. charming. Yeah, I've heard he's handsome. He's just charming. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm like an average. Maybe it's different because you're going in being like, that's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. But I, either way, I was like shook his hand. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm melting, sir. Uh, Jonah was nice. Everybody was totally nice. It was great. Uh, it was super fun. There's a lot of comedians in that movie. Do you have any like? Uh, do you have any idea why? Like why he decided to cast a lot of comedians for that movie? Uh, I have no idea. Maybe he thinks it's all uh, a big farce. I, I I have to believe that he was you know watching his own movie, laughing and kind of like living mm-hmm. it like that. I don't think I think there was a sense of revelry with the whole thing. It's it's meant to be um, comedic. Mm-hmm. I I I have to believe it. Um, but yeah, I mean it's about something that really. <laughs> Really sends me up the wall about white car, white collar criminals getting away with it, but whatever. You eat, you, as I recall in the scene, you eat a goldfish, right? No, Jonah eats my goldfish. Jonah eats your goldfish. I eat your goldfish, Eli. That's pretty good. Oh yeah. Wrong director, but pretty good. <laughs> wrong, completely wrong movie. All wrong actor. Now that is it for this week's episode of the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show. I will be back in two weeks. I will see you there. Until then, you can find me on Twitter, where I'm at Jeff Rubin Show, on Tumblr, at jeffrubinjeffrubin.com, on Facebook, uh, on jeffrubinjeffrubinshow.com, where you can get every episode of this podcast up to now for free. I can get my email address, send me feedback. Uh, anyone you want to hear on the show, let me know about that. I will do my best. Thank you so much for listening. See you in two weeks. Bye for now.